Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. As a society, we are getting a little too comfortable with the excuse that we don't have a problem. What we have is a reflection of the problems going on in society. I've been thinking a lot about this story that was in the Star Tribune about the Hennepin County Libraries. The headline says, Facing More Public Safety and Health Concerns, Hennepin County Libraries Ban Hundreds. Which sort of makes it sound like the library is doing something wrong, right? Library is doing it right, as far as I'm concerned. The library is one of the few places in the central library in downtown Minneapolis. Is one of the few places that people who are uh, homeless, unsheltered, unhoused, however you want to say it, are not kicked out, right? Because you can go to the library and sit and think, read, research. You can spend a day in a warm environment. As long as you're not causing trouble. Wonderful. That's what the library is for. Star Tribune reporting, though, that increasingly there's open drug use, there's assault, there are people making verbal threats. And the library director said the exact quote that comes from apparently the handbook of what everyone says now about everything. Whatever you are seeing in society, you see in the library, too. Very reminiscent of what we've heard about problems on our. On our light rail and our buses. Well, we're just we're, we're a reflection of the problems in society. And yes, of course, that's true. But I don't think anyone needs to apologize for trying to keep the library safe. The paper talks about a group of activists who are concerned about the number, the percentage of people who are banned from the library or who are kicked out. Uh, being overrepresented of uh, people who are black. And I guess I would say to that, we also have to be realistic about the people who are unhoused. Is that overrepresented people of color? Yeah. And is that the library's fault? Does that mean the library is racist? I would say that if you allow our libraries to become a cesspool of drug use, of antisocial behavior, of yelling, of conflict, the people you are hurting the most are the lower income people of our community who need the library, who need the library for computer access, who need it for job searches. And so by allowing the library, by allowing public transit, to become unsafe 
because you're afraid of being perceived as racist. You are hurting the people that you're trying to protect, in my view. I understand that there's pushback and there has been pushback against any type of law enforcement intervention in anything. But some of these activists, I think, need to, like, get their head out of the sand and see who they're really hurting. By having a transit system that's unsafe, who does that hurt? Well, it doesn't hurt people of means. They just get in their car, pay for parking or whatever. It hurts people who need to use it. By allowing the library to be unsafe, who does that hurt? It doesn't hurt people who can go search the Internet from their home computer or people who can buy any book on Amazon. It hurts low-income people who need access to the library. I struggle with this issue that in in our community, we have turned safety into a political issue because the way to achieve safety is political, right? Is it more enforcement? Is it preventing some of the root causes uh, that lead to, you know, crime and unsafe decisions? And of course, the long-term solution is both. But I am concerned that we are normalizing that it's okay to just punt. Say like, well, these are society problems. No. Someone's making trouble in the library. You got to get them out of there. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. If somebody's openly using drugs in the library, it is not the library's responsibility to figure out how to solve that. It's the library's responsibility to make it safe. Now, I will say I'm, I am incredibly impressed with the Hennepin County Library in downtown Minneapolis, the Central Library, that they, a couple of years ago, added a full-time social worker there. And this goes back to a conversation we had uh, last week with uh, someone who was working on uh, homeless issues, that when you sort of disperse homeless encampments, she was bringing up that it's difficult, it's more difficult to get people services because they're dispersed. And so the library said, you know, we should have a social worker here so we can try to connect people connect addicts with treatment or help people who don't have a house get housing or people who don't have food get food assistance. And you think, really? Uh, on first blush, it would be easy to react to that and say, like, well, the library's responsibility is really about books. Uh, but that's, that's, that's an outdated idea as to what a library is about. A library is really about being a place for community a place 
where knowledge is exchanged, a place where people can come together and share ideas. It's a gathering space. And so if your idea is to make the best gathering space possible, then, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to have a have a counselor there and help people kind of get connected. It is uh, not that different from connecting people with the great works of literature, right? You're connecting people with drug counseling. You're, you're connecting people with knowledge, with information. I, I think it's actually really, it, it's brilliant. It's inspired. It is uh, being part of the solution, not just part of the problem. But this idea that the library has to defend itself you know, for banning people from the library for, for this type of behavior. To me, it's like, get a clue. Like, have we completely lost our mind on these things? Larry's in Cambridge on the CCO Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Larry, thanks for listening. What's on your mind? I always listen. Um, I just wanted to mention that not two hours ago, maybe it was four hours ago, uh, your peers were joking about having sex in the library and um, making light of it like it was no big deal. Um, it seems to be a deep uh, dis, uh, well, disassociation with uh, the behavior of people going to college. They were talking about college. Yeah. Okay. Did you, if you, and if you didn't have sex in college, you know, right. that was kind of a, uh, you know, you're a uh, you're a nerd you're yeah yeah, you're a nerd exactly anyway and now we're talking about poor folk and i understand you know there needs to be some kind of um construct that that helps individuals and the needs you know the the safety of the library and all that but i think it's it's uh disingenuous to have the two extreme things with those that go to college and do those things, and then those that are in the public library. Yeah, That's all I have to say. That's fair. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate that. I mean, the trespass, we're not looking at, like you know, this is not like minor stuff. Some of that is. From the violations they found, drug use, 117 people barred for drug use in 2022. 114 for assaults and threats. I mean, this is serious stuff. Can you imagine? I got to say, like, until I read this story in the Star Tribune, the idea that that you've got 100-plus people kicked out of the library because they were busted openly doing drugs in the library. You got 100-plus people assaulting and threatening. You think about, like, a job that you should be able to go to in peace. What happened to the library lady who's like, shh, and people are assaulting and threatening. You ver- and then another hundred verbal disturbances. Two hundred assault threats or verbal fights. Kick them all out. Four forty nine. Traffic and weather coming up next on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 